City Podcast. And ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of Keys to the City. I'm your host, Trevor Keys, alongside the big brother, Ted Keys. And we are less than 24 hours away from Championship Sunday. My God, the best of the best, finally. It, it feels weird because usually this time of season, you sometimes don't get the four best teams to play in Conference Championship Sunday, but it, it just seems like this, this one just shapes up to be could be an all-time classic for both games. But the playoffs have been underwhelming so far, and I think that's a credit to – I know people are a little upset because the games last week didn't really pan out the way maybe we all were hoping, but I think that's a credit to how we've been talking throughout this entire season, Ted, and the fact of, look, there were some bad teams this year. There were some average teams. There were some good teams. And then there was a few teams that we really talked about each and every week as saying the elite of the elite. And these were four of the best all season. And for for good showing, guess what? They are playing tomorrow. Four teams got a chance to be playing for a chance at a Super Bowl title and going to Arizona. It should be a fantastic, fantastic. I hope so. Because like I said, these playoffs have been underwhelming so far. But I think it's a credit to these elite teams, these elite offenses, and these elite defenses that have really stepped up when needed most. But like I said, we are Keys of the City. Check us out. Live shows, Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, Spotify for streaming services, Spotify, Amazon, iTunes, and Google as well. Tell when we think of these four games, these two games, it's fascinating. You get the NFC, it's funny because the NFC and the AFC, when you think about just since I've been since I've been alive for football, it's always been like the NFC has always been like, okay, who's going to be the new team this year? Who's going to be the new face or something? And then the AFC, it's always been, okay, here we go. We're going to get Brady. We're going to get Peyton. And we're going to maybe a little Flacco and, and maybe a little, uh, you know, we'll, Rob, get, Rob we'll get Roethlisberger in there too. But it was always – it always felt like the majority of the time it was always Brady. Yeah, it was three or four teams. It was always Brady and Manning. Well, we could be getting that. Well, we be, we will be talking about that in a little bit. Could this be the new Manning Brady rivalry? That is Burrow versus Patrick Patrick Mahomes. But since we're a Giant fans, we're going to start off with the NFC side, and well, a good reasoning because this is the first of the two games starting at three o'clock tomorrow. And boy, oh boy, what a game it's going to be! You get the immovable object. Versus the unstoppable force, Ted. And we've been talking about the Philadelphia Eagles and the San Francisco 49ers for this entire season and saying that these were the two top teams. I know we like to say maybe Dallas had their moments, but we always felt that these were the two teams that would be playing on Championship Sunday. Now, we did not know that it would be Jalen Hurts versus Brock Purdy. So we'll talk about Brock Purdy in a few, too. But, Ted, when we look at this game, it's very simple. Like I said, the immovable object, the San Francisco 49ers versus the unstoppable force, the Philadelphia Eagles. Both of these teams, though, I, I was talking to you about this earlier, and all week I've been listening and saying, oh, my God, this Eagles team is amazing. This offense is amazing. Does the 49ers just not get any credit? I mean, do they not get any credit? What are you talking about? They were all t- they got plenty of credit. Not the way that the about- Eagles. Not the way that they've been talking. Like, oh, this this 49ers defense is elite. We get it. But this Eagles team is all. Oh, this team is amazing. Well, because they're, they're, the 49ers they're flying, they're flying high. I get well, they it. They haven't faced an offense like this, and they, they haven't faced a defense like this. Oh, I but know that. Listen, I just wrote it down. Are you taking the immovable object? Are you taking the unstoppable force? That is fly, Eagles, fly. Are you taking? Well, listen, we're not making a prediction right now. But I no, I know, but who, I who would you take in this scenario? Well, you take in this scenario? Here's what I would say. This reminds me of the old wrestling match, WWE. Remember the backyard brawl? That's what I, I, I look at this game as. You have both top five offenses, and you both have both f- top five defenses. <clears throat> so you don't have a discrepancy with either, you know, like, oh, we got a, you know, you got a really good defensive team versus a really good offensive team, and then you got to figure out what the other halves are going to do. Remember, it's always like, well, the offense is really good, the defense sucks, or vice versa. And yeah. This, you, you, I mean, you have an outstanding offense in the Philadelphia Eagles. We've gone over this multiple times, Trev. Like, 
They have an MVP candidate. I think he probably would have won the MVP if he doesn't get hurt. He would have won it. He would have won. At least at where his his progression was going. They were thirteen and one with him as the quarterback this year. They were the number one offense. They were dominant run, pass, everything. They got Pro Bowl. The way you talk about the 49ers defense is the same way you talk about the Eagles offense. They have Pro Bowlers at all levels, right? They have Pro Bowlers on the offensive line. They have Pro Bowlers in the second uh, in the receiving core. Their tight end could have been impossible if he stayed healthy all season. The mm-hmm. quarterback Pro Bowl and were an MVP candidate. They had a, a Pro Bowl caliber running back. I don't know. Did Miles Sanders make the Pro yes. Bowl? Okay. So they at, at all levels of the game. And then when you look at the 49ers, Pro Bowl defensive line, Pro Bowl linebackers, Pro Bowl secondary. You know, so you have you have, I mean, you have the way I look at it, you know, I was trying to think of like, I'm just, just now I was just trying to think of like a character, you know, like, like black Adam versus Superman, like, you know, like Thor versus like, you know, like you have Thor that. versus Thanos. Well, I guess that's the highest, I guess Thor and or Iron Man would be the closest thing. Maybe even, um, no, Captain America actually is probably stronger than Iron Man. Probably because he had the Thor power. He was the only one. Yeah, that don't could. you remember? He told, he got the, it was like the epic scene that everybody went yeah. Ape, ape, ape shit. So when they saw him get that, uh, the I mean, so I wrote this down, and I don't, I don't think there's going to be a sway of this for me. For me, that's not like one side's going to be better. You know, I wrote down all the stats. You know, Eagles led in pat. Like you look at, and, and I reversed it too. You know, because it could be the other way too. Mm-hmm. Like you could play this game on both sides of the play if we really wanted to do that. Because yep. the Eagles lead the NFL in pass defense under 180 mm-hmm. yards a game. They led the league in sacks, 70 sacks. At last week they got seventy five. The record is eighty by like the. That, you know that no. Do you know that's the third most in NFL history? Yeah. Oh yeah. Seventy five well, yeah, sacks. I, yeah, I know that. I that's know that. incredible that they had four players yeah, this year. Fifth, they got fifteen more than the nearest team. Which I know. Is, which four, is actually the Kansas City Chiefs, which I was shocked about. Could you imagine that four players? Reddick has sixteen and a half. Josh Sweat has had an imp- amazing season. Talk about a comeback player of the year, Brandon Graham. I mean, this guy just came off of a major injury last year, and Mason he just Hargrave. played. And then, and then Javon Hargraves. I mean, uh, yep. how listen, can you then, I mean, listen? Then they, they don't have, have any weaknesses really they, on both of these teams. I don't see a weakness, a glaring weakness on either one of these. The, teams. the only glaring weakness is the 49ers quarterback, and, and, oh. and it's not a listen. It's, it's not a. It's not a mind about this. Well, he's a rookie. We'll get into I get, that. I get it, but still, what? Listen, what here's that's my the thing. biggest weakness because the offense covered. But what I'm okay. saying is, okay. All, don't get started with me, kid. No, what I was gonna say I is, I would the, be the unstoppable force. You're, okay. you're the big. Anyways, you can never beat. You can never beat me. Anyway, I always push you. Remember the pool? <laughs> no, you don't. Well, as back, I was gonna say, you cheat. You cheat. <laughs> grab my chin. I'm not. No, I'm not. Never. I would never. I cheat. push you back. You go for a ride. I never. Right. Jump. Oh yeah. But here's here's what I would say. All right. Are you you want to say who am I taking? If. Listen, my prediction is the 49ers. So what's that telling me? I'm taking the immovable object. The only thing I worry about in this game is the 49ers haven't faced a dual-threat quarterback like this all season. All right, they've been dominant. But everyone's been pretty predominantly a pocket passer. The few times that Dallas did run the RPOs last week, they had success on it. That is what the Eagles if, – if the Eagles are going to have success and, and dominate this game, mm-hmm. everything's going to have to be based off of their RPO action. The run pass mm-hmm. option, because what that's going to do is it's going to make the linebackers hesitate, and that's mm-hmm. where Dallas Goddard can be able to sneak behind them and open those matchups. Devontae Smith finds those open gaps, and then AJ Brown's that big physical receiver which can go over the top. So, it this I don't that's know. That's what bothers me about this game is that everybody's talking about how great the offense is of the Eagles, and I get it, well deserving. They've been electrifying this entire season, dominant to say the least, and it was on display last week against the Giants. You look at the 49ers. You're probably taking Kittle over Goddard. Maybe that's a toss-up, but you're probably taking Kittle. I'm just going to go through it because I was just looking at something. Devontae and Ayuk, that could be a toss-up too. Debo and AJ, AJ Brown. AJ had the great better year this year, but Debo had an, uh, the All-Pro last year. Well, so. AJ Brown's more of a predominant receiver. Where that, Debo, they use him as a um, like, So you probably almost want to take Debo because he's so versatile. And I'll, he's take like AJ. I'll take AJ. I'll take And then you're definitely taking McCaffrey over, over 
over Sanders. So it's like then you take, I know you're taking Hurts over Purdy, and and, and the that. Eagles have the better offensive line. McGlinchey, the right tackle, Mike is going yeah. to have he struggled a little bit last week against Michael Parsons. If you haven't seen Michael Parsons, took McGlinchey threw him into the river. Um, he pulled. The then he went against ball. the uh, Hall of Famer Trent Williams, but, and he was nowhere to be found. Yeah, so that's why he worked it. Now here's the problem: this week is going to be Hassan Reddick versus McGlinchey, so that's going to be a huge matchup this week. I listen. I had written down a bunch of stuff. The Eagles had said. The way they're going to win is winning the run pass option. You got to put the the Niners in a bind. You got to make them where, like last week, you run in the read option. That gives Boza a hesitance. It makes him think. He's not just now you don't know where he's coming, and now it holds up that pass rush. All right, you're facing an unbelievable offensive line. Both teams are great on offense and defense. Yeah. Last year, the Eagles did play the 49ers. Hurts had 82 yards rushing against his 49ers uh, defense last year. And I get it. They're not as good as last year's, but, I mean, what's really that significantly different in the 49ers defense last year? They're always pretty good. All right? They're I'm always gonna... pretty good. And here's, the other thing, and here's the other thing that I think Hurts could have success on. 49ers run the most zone coverage in all the league. PFF had them at, like, 90%, which I thought was – Way too high, but I hey, listen. I don't do the stats. That's what they have. Mm-hmm. Hertz thrives against zone pass coverage, right? He's got a passer rating of one hundred four point four. So if that 49ers real, here's the thing: if they can't get pass rush with their four, and 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 it might be if they can't stop the run. I think the biggest thing with the Eagles is they run so successful with Hertz and Boston Scott and Miles Sanders and uh, Gainwell that they mm-hmm. run the ball so well. I believe they had over two hundred yards rushing against the Giants last week. Now you now the defense is in a bind. Because that's where everything comes off of. If you can at least put the Eagles in a predominantly passing situation where it's second and long, third and long, that's going to give the 49ers a much much more better chance to succeed going forward. And that's what the 49ers have done all year. They They have dominated the line of scrimmage in their rush defense, second in the league in rush defense, only giving up 79 yards a game. And then, then that's when, then their pass rush just dominates. They I'm have say, I'm going to, I'm going to take, um, I'm sticking with the 49ers. I've been on the 49ers all year. I picked them to come out of the NFC so all season. I. And but I also didn't think Hurts and the Eagles offense was going to be I get this it. Good. But this defense is, I mean, Fred Warner, Drake, Greg Greenlaw. I mean, I mean, what more? I know people are like, oh, well, they got this this dominant running attack. Well, they got two stout linebackers. 49ers continue to just produce all pro linebackers. It's fascinating. Well, here's the other thing. How do you know this is – How healthy you know, is Well, we'll see. He was pretty good last week. He did yeah, all right, the but they dominated. The Giants didn't really they, touch them. So here's a fun fact. Dating back to 1990, this will be the ninth matchup featuring the top-ranked scoring offense versus the top-ranked well, scoring guess the defense. defense the, the record is 4-4. Four and four. Heading shit. into this, the last matchup was actually in 2020 between the Packers and the Rams, in which was favored by the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, they beat. Remember that was when Devontae went went all the way, motioned over, and Jalen couldn't get over to him, caught him, and got oh, him that was a semifinal. Up. That wasn't a conference yeah. championship. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't a conference. Yeah, it was a divisional oh, round okay, between so the Rams just, and Packers. But this playoff. is the but this is going to be the ninth matchup. So, with the stat, with the history that says. Something's got to give. It's either going to be the defense is going to have the edge or it's going to have the offense. The biggest thing heading into this game, and we feel like every week it's just, you know what's fascinating is that when you see a story like this and, and a kid that's living out his dream and, and literally is 7-0 and right now, they haven't lost since he's been, been the guy. They haven't lost since October. But everybody each and every week that I watch all of these sports shows, want to try to find a way to nitpick this kid and just find a way to see him fail. And it is truly fascinating that a kid that what he's doing, Mr. Irrelevant, he's only 60 minutes away from doing the unthinkable. There's a fourth rookie quarterback. The other four haven't got it. I don't think it's, I don't think it's knocking him down, but it's no, no, I think it is. I think it is because you just said it, Ted, you just said, you just said, Oh, this offense, both of these offenses are great. But the reason we won't want to take the 49ers offense is because Brock Purdy. So we knock him automatically. Yeah, he, no he doesn't no have the Patriots team look, that went to the Listen, he doesn't you give credit. Listen, when okay, you have the but best he doesn't defense, have to be when you have the best play caller, when you have one of the best rush attacks, when you have George Kittle and Debo Samuel, of course you're not gonna get the damn credit, bro. Because okay, he, but he, he still he has is, to do his... he is a facilitator of the okay, ball. Okay, but he still has to get credit because he's not turning the ball over. Oh, he he's gets been credit. Fair... People give him credit for going. Not the credit that people should give him a little more. But here's I the mean, thing: or... you know this in the NFL and the way this he's show been the work. best quarterback of the 49ers this entire have... season. Yeah, but here's the thing: the Eagles are winning because of Jalen Hurts. 
not in spite of Jalen Hurts. People look at it, if you look at these two teams in comparisons, the way people look at it is the Eagles are the 49ers are not winning because of Brock Purdy. I think last week is They're, the only the, the Eagles on. are winning because of her. Hold on. The only game that you could honestly say, sit back and honestly say that is last week, which I will give you that because he did not look his part. And I give that a credit to the Dallas defense because that is a great defense as well, as we've been talking about all year. But other than that, the six games that he's played, he has looked fascinating. One game I'll give you. And it was last week where that defense really had to carry them in that running attack of McCaffrey. You have to, you have to understand Mitchell. the other side of the plate when people talk about this. When they look at the 49ers, they look at the best offensive mind in the game in Kyle Shannon. He he sets up his offense, his play calling, his ability to put motion. They run the most, most motion of any team in the league. So they set their personnel up and they set the offense up and they can dictate what the defense wants to do based on their setup on their offense. All right. They have a really good offense line. They have a top five rushing attack that helps when you rush the ball for a hundred and something plus yards, a game, I believe up until last week, they were averaging 150 yards plus when Purdue was the starting quarterback, which helps that dictates. Now the defense has to respect the running game. That's when you come in with the play action with Kittle, the movement and with Debo on this thing, Brandon, IU. that's where you hit the big plays and Purdy has executed those plays. So the only way he's well, going to get, know why the only way he's going to get full credit and I'll end on this so then we can start talking about who faces more pressure is if he wins the Super Bowl. And and it's not that even if he loses his game, it's not going to be based on Purdy. It's just going to be because the Eagles played better and Jalen Hurts looked like the MVP candidate that we thought in the middle of the season. That's how the Eagles are going to win. It's going to be Jalen Hurts. And the reason why, the reason why Brock Purdy and this team work so well, especially in the passing game, everything, if you notice, it's never outside the hash marks. It's always in between the slots. It's always in the ha- in between the hashes. Now you're That's facing the number they, one secondary. Now you're facing a legit secondary. You're facing yeah, but- two legit corners. You're facing a safety of a ball hawk and C.J. Gardner-Johnson. Brad Beer and Darius Slay are legit. They come up, they tackle, they're physical, they pick the balls off, which I was actually surprised. The 49ers actually led the league in picks. They had 20 interceptions this season. Dude, I, I, I think people really – I think people – I get it with the Eagles offense and how great it is, And but – does Purdy honestly face more pressure than Jalen Hurts coming into this game? I mean, do you, it's, think, so? Do you think so? I have my answer. I want to know your answer. Uh, I'm going to go no. I feel like this is going to be their guy starting next season. Heading into week one, no matter what happens, they lose this game. He's going to be the starter week one next year. Jalen Hurts, the way that this team has – the way that they – built this team around Jalen Hurts, adding A.J. Brown, drafting Devontae Smith last year, adding pieces to the offense line, adding pieces to that defense. Nick Sirianni playing to Jalen, and we talked about it earlier this year, Jalen Hurts' strengths. It could be part of the system. It's okay, but the system also has to work to the strength of the quarterback, and he has done a phenomenal job with that. So if Hurts loses, with the way that Hurts has been playing all year, dominant, he's been one of the top three, four quarterbacks in the entire league this year. If he plays bad last year, tomorrow, it's going to be a big knock on him because the reason why I also say it, he's going to be looking to get paid eventually. And with the way this season has played out, he's deserving so of a big contract. But if he if he plays poorly come tomorrow and at home and they lose this game and it's not pretty by him, you start asking the questions. You start asking the Lamar or the Josh Allen questions like, can this guy really succeed? Because we got to think about it. Last year played awful against Tampa. Yeah, but look at the progression. Last, last week he played year. he played he played great, but the whole team overall they were just a better overall team than the New York Giants. If he plays poorly this week against this dominant defense, the best defense in the in in the NFL world. I mean, what, what are we gonna say? Purdy, this guy wasn't even this guy was just an unknown uh, two months ago. Now he's Mr. Relevant. It's not Mr. Relevant. It's Mr. Relevant. The story is unlike anything we've ever seen. If he loses well, and he – I mean, how can you ask a guy that was a set last pick of the NFL draft that he is 60 minutes away from playing in an NFL or Super Bowl is a fascinating story. I feel like even if he plays – if he plays mediocre, if he plays poorly – I feel like this is the best option for the San Francisco 49ers moving forward. Better than Trey Lance and Jimmy G will be on his out uh, will be on his outs too. But if Hurt struggles, Ted, 
and I'm talking like bad. Like he doesn't play well. Like well, I, don't, I don't think he's gonna play bad. It would just be the, the 49ers. Just the like he is. The how way. are they going to incorporate him into the running attack? Because well, they really yeah, didn't have absolutely. to use him. They didn't really have to use him a lot last week. I feel like it's, well, it's a whole not. different story. He was playing this week. at the JV team. I get it, but this is a whole different. Come on, let's not knock the Giants. On, the defense was, is playing listen, well. There were, were two different teams. I listen. Okay. I'm a Giant fan. I love it, but there were two different teams last week. I get it. That was a team that didn't look like they belonged on the same field. Maybe listen. Maybe Philly played their ass their asses off, and they had an A plus game, and the Giants played like like crap. Yeah, and, crap. and maybe they 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 shot their shot the week before against the Minnesota Vikings, but they didn't look like they belonged there. This is a whole different ball game. Now, I wrote down before, Hertz also led the league in design rushing yards when he was designed to run 426 yards. Mm-hmm. Right. So you ask the question, who faces more pressure? My answer to this is not Jalen Hurts. It's it's Brock Purdy. You're a rookie, bro. This is your one shot. You There's no guarantees in life. There's no guarantees you'll ever be back here. You don't know what this team in the 49ers. Same could be said for Jalen Hurts. Hold on. That team is coming back, and he's coming back, and he's guaranteed the spot next year. There's no guarantee that Brock Purdy is the starting quarterback next year, and there's no guarantees in his future and this opportunity again. He's a rookie quarterback. The difference is Jalen Hurts has played in games like this before in his career, and he played in the playoffs last year. And here's what I said. I wrote this Yeah, he looked like crap. Okay, this one I'm going to write. Yeah, but he look at his progression from last year to this year. I get year. it. I get it. This is what I wrote down. Purdy faces more pressure because he's a rookie. That's how I look at it. From the outside in. Internally, he's a rookie. There's more pressure on him because he is the one factor that everyone looks at when you and I like we just said before the show. When people look at this game and you got to look at one discrepancy, what is it? It's Purdy and Jalen Hurts. There's an expectation that Jalen Hurts is going to play well and good. That well, good, I'm great, whatever. Whatever you want to use for superlatives. All right. Purdy is the rookie, bro. Last week, he was 19 of 29 for 214 yards, no touchdowns, but no picks. He he almost wasn't good enough last week to win them the game. All right? It. it wasn't for Dak's faults. Dallas is probably playing in this game, but whatever. We're not going to talk about last week. We're talking about now. All right? Here's another thing I wrote down. This is their third NFC title game in four years, this 49ers team. Six in 12 years. You know how many Super Bowls they got in that time? None. So I think when you – it's not even just Purdy, but I think there's an organization. I think it's a franchise in general. Yeah, it's, but it's – exactly. And I think that puts a lot of burden on a kid. Like, at the end of the day, it's like, damn, we lost another NFC Can I be honest? I think Shanahan no, faces the, the – I think Shanahan faces the most pressure of any coach slash quarterback or, or player yeah, no, I don't this think so. weekend. Yeah, I think if you look at the other way – Andy Reid? I, I think it's more Sirianni because of what this team is and what they – Listen, people look at Shanahan this year, and I was reading a bunch of stuff. It's the best coaching job this season. To be able to go from Trey Lance to to Jimmy G to Brock Purdy, to be able to continue the streak of 7-0, and you know, and I said, listen, if they win, it'll be – if the 49ers win this week, it's going to be because of him, that Brock Purdy stepped up and played the game, right? Because I have the ex- expectation from the outside looking in that this defense is going to show up, this rushing attack, Kyle Shanahan is going to do everything in his power to set up Brock Purdy to succeed. And there might be three or four plays that Brock Purdy is going to have to make in that game. There's going to be a play where it's like we're, run- we're running a certain play action and we're going to hit Debo or you. You can't miss it. It's like the Super Bowl. Jimmy G missed that deep throw. Mm-hmm. That, and that's what I'm saying. You only get a few chances. And who knows what happens with the Trey Lance and Brock Purdy next year. Maybe they fight it out. Maybe Trey Lance beats him out next year. And Brock Purdy is a solidified, solid backup next year because Trey Lance is able to do things at Brock Purdy. I don't know. We don't know that. But this, I, is, a gold, this is a golden opportunity for this kid to make history. All right? For them. And here's another stat I wrote down, and I'll let you take over. Last mm-hmm. week, Purdy was 4 for 12 in attempts pass on last week for only 55 yards when he was under pressure against Dallas. So, mm-hmm. and I look at this way, Philly is a much different weapon. This is in Lincoln financial field. This is, I mean, listen, pressure, you're going to the, I would say the vet, but you're going to Lincoln financial field. You're going into Philly. That is not a, it's not a housewarming present. Anybody though. that he just said, the vet, we're not talking about the animal. The vet. We're talking about this, veteran stadium back in the day. Trust me. I we know, know what, this, I know this, what you're this, talking this about. This is a whole, you're not playing home. You're good. You know what I mean? Like the only can, I, one of my you, reasons why so I would that's say, why I say like you don't get these opportunities once. This is a seven round pick. The kid is seven zero. There's an expectation because I think if they, I lose, think there's an expectation. I think if they lose, they're gonna blame him that he wasn't good enough. I think I think there's an expectation surrounding Jalen Hurts too because you've put your you've 
put yourself in the upper echelon of quarterbacks in this after this year's play. You're soon going to be looking to get a big contract. This is moments where you get your money, you get that big bucks. You can't go in there and lay a duck. Lay an Brock egg. Brady, though, hell with the buck. You make history, bro. I get it. But if Jalen Hurts continues to lose, if he loses again, that means he's one and two in the postseason, loses in the NFC title game. Well, here's my at question. home, Same and then they team. say, "Oh, what do they do? What? Oh, okay, so he's he's a phenomenal athlete, he's a phenomenal quarterback, but he can't Trevor, get over can the I hump also say something team. else? And and you might not get another better shot with this Eagle team because well, this here's Eagle my team thing, is though. nasty. People are going to be leaving. People yeah, are going to be retiring. If I look at the NFC, right? The NFC West next year should be better. The Rams should be healthier it. better. Hold on. Arizona might be better. All right? The Seahawks, another year in that system with some of the rookies getting better. The, hold on. They might get better. So for Brock Purdy and this 49ers, this might be your one chance. Brady sucked this year with the Bucs. Rodgers might be leaving. This might be your one chance to, to get a Super Bowl. For the Eagles, most of this team is probably coming back. And Hurts is they still got a lot of guys under contract. It's not like they have that many. Jason Kelsey's going to retire, possibly. Lane Johnson's going to possibly retire. Brandon Graham, three impact players right okay. off the bat. Listen, Holly Roseman's one of the better GMs in the league. I get that. They have two well, first round draft picks. Hold on. Three Hold on. They have two first-round draft picks. They have two first-round draft picks, two. Okay. And Kelsey might come back again. You never know. He was going to let it retire. Wayne Johnson's still one of the best right tackles. You're still going to have a solid offensive line. Jalen Hurts is still going to be better. You still, we don't know what Dallas is going to be fumbling over this year. We don't know if Daniel Jones and the Giants are going to take the next leap next year. We hope so as Giant fans. What is going to make of the Washington Commanders? So for the Eagles, I look at if I had to take these two teams and, and especially the quarterback situation, I like the Eagles returning to where they're going to be again next season. I trust the coach. I trust the GM. I trust their system. All right. I don't know if the 49ers – can Brock Purdy re- do it again? Is he going to be able to do it next year? Is he going to be the leader can, of the pack? Is he going to stay healthy? This is Jaylen an opportunity Hurt, for him. Can Jalen Hurts replicate what he did this year too? I can't just see say, why not. Just say, I can't, I can see, I can't see why not. I know. I can't see why not why Jalen Hurts can, but Brock Purdy would be incredible if he did it again. I, that's that's what I'm talking about. This whole narrative of like, oh, it, it, like we're just waiting. We're just waiting for the moment that Brock Purdy fails so everybody could be like, I told you so. It is going to be happening. He hasn't done it yet. Last week, okay. His defense, his running attack, rushing game, covered his ass. George Kittle covered his ass. I get it. One game. Listen, I can understand. He's played, seven of them. he's played seven of them, and he's looked pretty darn on good of a quarterback. That's all I'm going to say. I can't wait for this game because something's got to give. You get the two best teams in the NFC. Now we go over to the AFC, where this year it really felt like later as the the season progressed, it really felt like it was coming down to three teams. And we got to see two teams battle out last week. Well, let's be honest. One team really showed up, and the other team just decided, I guess, to go play in the snow or something. Got two. I don't know what they were doing in the Buffalo Bills. But we are here again for part two. Literally, a year ago, Monday, they played part one. Now a year later, literally, is part two of Joe Burrow versus Patrick Mahomes, the Cincinnati Bengals, heading in to Arrowhead against the Kansas City Chiefs. Not Burrowhead. It's unbelievable. But we were just talking about Purdy, and we were talking about Jalen Hurts, two quarterbacks that are trying to establish their legacy. Well, you got Burrow and Mahomes. Burrow's already been to a Super Bowl. Mahomes has already won a Super Bowl. Mahomes has been proclaimed the best quarterback in the world. Some people may even say Joe Burrow is there, but these guys are writing their own legacy. So, tell when you see this game, we talk about it. It's a quarterback-driven league. Absolutely. It's the ultimate deciding factor of every game. It was the deciding factor of last season for the Cincinnati Bengals. It was deciding factor in this game. Who needs to win more? Is it Joe B? Joe Burr? Joe Burrow, Joe Cool, whatever you want to call him. He's got a million nicknames. It's amazing all of a sudden. Or is it Patty Mahomes? So so I'm gonna choose, I'm gonna choose the opposite of what you I think you're choosing. I'm gonna say Burrow needs to win more. Because I think you're gonna go with Mahomes because he's 0-3. But I'm gonna say Burrow, you know, because at the end of the day, this is what I wrote down. And this is the reason I actually I was writing down question four for question three, but I was but it doesn't matter. So I get it. Burrow's kind of outplayed Mahomes in the the matchups that they have faced against mm-hmm. each other. But here's the one thing I will say to this. Mahomes still has Super Bowl one under his belt. 
I get Burrow it. has Burrow has none. All right. Mahomes is going to get his second MVP this season. I get it. We're not talking regular season war. We're talking about championship rank. But Mahomes still has one. All right. Here's the other thing I look at. I trust the Chiefs organization. I trust Andy Reid. That even if they did loss, they'll be here again next season. Here's the other reason why I trust it. Mahomes already got paid. So whatever structure and team building and all that crap that's going to go on, not worried about it. He already got paid. Joe Burrow hasn't gotten paid yet. Jamar Chase, T. Higgins haven't gotten paid yet. So they're going to lose some key contributors to this team in the next few years. We don't know what the, what the Bengals are going to be. Do we have enough trust in the Bengals organization to keep building for Joe Burrow? Bates to safety, franchise tag, probably won't be on the team next season. Lose a key contributor, one of the better safeties in the league. T. Higgins, what does he want to get paid? Is he not going to be on the team next year? What happens with Tyler Boyd? Does he get cut and they keep Higgins? So now that trio goes away. Joe Burrow's up for a renegotiation of a contract. Or not a renegotiation, up for a, you know, a pay raise. Mm-hmm. If it gets done this year, I don't know. They can wait. I saw it. He's got till 2025 for the fifth-year option. You got 2024 and 20. So they could wait, but why wait? Because you know, you know that market keeps going up. So when you start paying these, we've seen this. When you start paying these quarterbacks, that changes the whole ballgame of the rest of this team. To me, the Bengals, you got to get that Super Bowl. You're the better team right now. Mahomes is hurt too. You're the better team. The Bengals are the better team. They're the better defense. They're the better offense. You have the better quarterback right now. And everything is working into your – yeah, absolutely. Joe Burrow's playing better than Mahomes right now. I told you, Joe Burrow's the man. I, listen, I still – you asked me the other day. I still think Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league. But even Darren Orlowski, when we talked about it on the Monday, Tuesday show, quarterback play, Joe Burrow might be the best quarterback – like as a quarterback, but Mahomes, the problem, the, the great thing about Mahomes, it's not even about what he does. It's all the extra stuff, bro. He makes even the hard stuff look easy. And I get the, the, the thing where Mahomes is over three. I get it. But, and all these factors, this is his what fifth straight NFC, uh, AFC championship, fifth straight home game, you know, ever since technically he was a rookie. Yeah. Been in every year. He's been in yeah. here, but here's for me, what, it, for me, it's about Burrow getting the Super Bowl ring because, like we talked about, got to put the rings in. You got to start putting the rings in your belt because I think the sooner he gets paid, it changes the whole philosophy and the whole narrative around the Bengals, and then that's going to change the rest of that team. And I just think your your window, he always said his window's always open. Nah, bro, it's not that open. Things happen. Players leave. Players get hurt. Things happen. You got to take this advantage now. Keep that mojo rolling, bro. Go into – Kansas City, beat them and win the Super Bowl, and now you can put your claim to fame as the best quarterback in the in the football league. That's why I chose Joe Burrow for this for that reason and that reason only. That was a great answer. I'm going Patrick Mahomes, and I I don't know if you remember, but when we did coming into this playoffs, we talked about teams facing pressure. Obviously, I had the we both had the Buffalo Bills. I had the Kansas City Chiefs too. And I get why, 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 why is not, why not? Why should he, why should they, why should, yeah, Dallas was number three for me. Why should they be criticized? Why, why? They got Patrick Mahomes. They lost Tyreek Hill. And that whole narrative too, for the whole year, just blasphemy. Just hearing people like, how is Patrick Mahomes going to be able to survive without Tyreek Hill? When you're that good and everybody says he's the best quarterback in the world, trust me, he'll make it work. And he did again. He's going to win another MVP. But it's kind of like, how we can even just go right to the next question. It's kind of like Peyton Manning because if we really think about it, Peyton was the more talented quarterback over Brady. We always we, had we more could, stats, had the MVPs. He had everything, but he never won that ring. And I get that. Burl hasn't won it. He got there last year, hasn't won it. They're still going to have to pay people a lot more, a lot of I, big money coming to some of these stars on this Bengals team. I 100% agree with you on that. But what about Mahomes? What if he doesn't win again? He goes 0-4 against Burrow. That's another year he misses the Super Bowl. And remember when we were all talking a few years back when it was Brady versus Mahomes in the Super Bowl? Oh, is this the guy that's going to catch Tom Brady and and get to seven or eight rings? What if he doesn't win again? For the for the greatness of Patrick Mahomes, and I am not knocking at yeah, all Patrick Mahomes. Not because at all. he is. Him and these are the two best quarterbacks right now in the football world. But if he loses again, what are we going to start saying? 
Like I know. Oh, oh, well, he was injured. Well, he wasn't on the practice. He wasn't on the injury report. He was a full participant all week. Didn't hear nothing. So, and for a guy that's supposed to be, as what we're saying, a guy that's to some is already the most talented quarterback they've ever seen play the game. If he doesn't win again, I get it. He's been to five straight AFC championships games, but this can also be related to Andy Reid and the Philadelphia Eagles back in the day when they also got to four straight NFC championship games and they can never get over the hump. The only thing that's saving Andy Reid right now and Patrick Mahomes is that one Super Bowl ring. I get that, but you got to do more now. You got the probably the best coach in football best quarterback in football, the best tight end, probably one of the best, deepest offensive lines in football. The defense is suspect. But when you're that talented and all we've heard is, oh, you're an all-time great already, you're going to be a Hall of Famer. Some people would argue. We were talking, for goodness sake, when he made it to the Super Bowl against the Bucs, we were already saying, is, is Patrick Mahomes a Hall of Famer? Like, this is how idiotic and ridiculous people were already talking about. Well, like, he is he had, so. Okay, whatever. That's if fine. If his career ended after the season, he would be in the Hall of Fame. Okay. And Eli Manning wouldn't. Fascinating. Anyways. I didn't say that. No, but, but people, that's that's my point is that – so we say that already. So do you give that narrative that's saying he's a Hall of Fame quarterback. Okay. Well, you got to go win another Super Bowl, my man. You can't be stuck with one. I get it. You got that one precious ring. Aaron Rodgers. But, it was, but if we also hey, think listen, about – yeah. You know what? But if we also think end, about it, he didn't play. He didn't play. He didn't play that great in that Super Bowl too. If it wasn't for Damian Williams, Patrick Mahomes didn't play great in that Super Bowl against that 49ers team. He has to play great tomorrow. I get it. He's got to play great. He's got to deal with the injury. But guess what? Give him a quarter zone shot. Let him go to business. Do, let him do his work. But if he loses again, and Arrowhead, five straight AFC Championship games, and he's only been to two Super Bowls in that entire run. It's not good enough for the guy that we all proclaim is the best quarterback in the world, Ted. Yeah, I mean, listen, he's 93 in the playoffs. He's got 30 touchdowns, seven picks, 106.2 passer rating. And so he's been on the thing. Well, I get it. He blew a 21 to 3 lead at the half last year in this game. Well, yeah, he had three touchdowns, two picks. Don't forget, he would have had the other, he would have been in the Super Bowl again if it wasn't for, oh, what was it, D Ford or Clark? Frank, Frank, oh, yeah, Clark. Was, Frank Clark Frank. being off sides. So yeah. that's, you know, that's not his I fault. I get it. I get it. Hey, it wasn't Josh Allen's fault that they could defense could have stopped at 13 seconds. You already blamed Josh Allen for not getting there. So hey, whatever. He didn't get there. No, I no, I get it. I mean, listen, like we talked about with the first game, the unmovable force. I mean, these I get these what you're saying, though. I agree with you with, with Burrow. I agree with with you what you said about Burrow because he has to win the ring. If he doesn't well, so, win the ring, you're one step closer to guess what? Maybe losing that breaking up that whole team. Well, here's so, the whole thing, man. What our question is pressure. I totally understand the Jalen Hurts thing. You're the number one seed. You're the MVP candidate. You have home field advantage. You were the best team all season long. You have just yeah. as good a defense and just as good as offense as they do. You're yeah. if if you're the better quarterback and with the home field advantage, you should win and dominate. There's an expectation for you as the Eagles to win. Exactly. Yeah. There is an expectation. If yeah. you don't win, it's gonna look like a failure. All right. Yeah. You lost Hell that yeah. guy. That guy, Brock Purdy, man, you must really not be that good. And you know how Philly is. It's a different narrative, right? They're already greasing the poles. It will be a failure if both the Eagles and Chiefs do not win tomorrow for both franchises. Well, they both have – they're both home. Both one seeds. They both have the home field advantage. Both have the two top MVP candidates. The only difference – the only difference is Mahomes is a little banged up. I think that's the only reason why. Listen, this game should be great. It's. I think both games should be absolutely phenomenal. All right. The Manning-Brady thing, I think it's a great storyline because you didn't think the Manning-Brady thing was ever going to happen. The You know what I mean in this in that sense? The only difference is both of these quarterbacks were first-round picks. Manning, you know, the better story might be if Purdy can maintain this and Manning Purdy becomes the Brady, and Manning becomes you know Jalen. Just, Hurts. just think about it. No, like, I get it. Listen, Burrow has everything of the Brady natural. The pocket passer. Well, Manning was too, but the, just the, the, their whole perception of the way they see the game. Brady and Burrow have the similarity traits. Manning, Burrow, Manning, and uh, excuse me, and Mahomes. You know, they got the MVP. They got tons of stats. They have the offense. Marvison Harrison, Reggie Wayne, Dallas Clark, Edger and James. You know, and then you know they're Mahomes, the more talent. They're the most talented of the two. Listen, and 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 here's another thing. You know, the narrative also you, know, you can change the ball ball game on this is is there pressure on Andy Reid? What's this going to be? Is like eighth night championship game? He's going to be. What? You, how about this? I'll, I'll get rid of this quote for a sec. 
I'm going to ask you straight up right on the fly. Which coach do you think faces more pressure? Is it Reed or Shanahan? Um, Pressure to win? Yeah. I think pressure Reed faces more pressure to win. I think Shanahan faces more pressure internally in the sense that there he has Brock Purdy, so there's a lot of pressure for him to set them up to succeed, where I think a lot of times is because Andy Reid has Mahomes, he gets the benefit of a doubt. Like Mahomes will just make you – it's like I got Michael Jordan on my team. I'm going to win. It doesn't matter, right? I don't give a crap what play call. I'm just going to be that successful. So I think in the way, you know, the Chiefs are built, it's like Mahomes is their – they're a racer for their mistakes. Like, eh, don't worry. We'll come up with a bad play. Don't worry. Mahomes will spin around, throw around, jump pass with his left arm. No look. Bang, boom. We'll score seven points. It's not going to make a difference. You know what I mean? He's mm-hmm. able to make all those extra plays that most quarterbacks never have and never will make the play because they just don't have the skill. There is definitely more pressure, I would say, on Andy Reid because here's the other thing. He's also older, Yeah. right? So his, you know, his timeline of as a coach might be ending soon. Right. And, you know, you want to really, you want to pile up the rings, bro. And I think for Andy Reid to put another Super Bowl, he would have two Super Bowl rings now. You know, he would have been to one, two, four Super Bowls in total. You know, now you start putting yourself like Andy Reid starts getting put at like the same level as Bill Belichick. Like he starts getting put as the Chuck Noll if he's not already. You know, if people don't look at Andy Reid the same way, but it's the same way we've talked about Aaron Rodgers having that second Super Bowl. It's just it puts you in a different tier, bro. Like a lot of guys yeah. don't have that. A lot of coaches don't. A lot of teams don't have that. A lot of players don't have it. Having two Super Bowls, everyone can get one. Well, not everyone, but you can get one. Can you get two? We're not worried about three, four, five. All right. The same mm-hmm. LeBron James. Can you get two? Like the thing about Peyton Manning was like he had one. Remember? Could he get that second one? And remember, it was always like, man, Eli got two. Can you get two, Peyton? And you're supposed to be yeah. the best quarterback of all time. So that's you know, and you think about a lot of the great quarterbacks. They seem to have two. Like, you know, the the knock yeah. on Breeze, the knock on Rodgers was you only got one. And all those years of success, I mean, there is and, – and there is significant pressure on Mahomes. Like, you're going to go 0-4 against Joe Burrow. You're supposed to be the best quarterback in the league. You're the number one seed. You're going to have lost what? what I, I wrote it down. I guess For I sure. did. I thought I wrote it down, but well, you'd have, what, three losses at home in the championship games? Yeah, two Brady. to Burrow, it'd be two, two to, to Burrow, Burrow, one to Manning. So, you know, like you start the narrative starts Brady. to You lost to Brady when he was in New England. You said Man you said Manning. Did I say Manning? I apologize. Well, we're, we're on the conversation. No, Pey- no but yeah, Pey- Peyton's been retired for a long time. Brady's uh, somehow still going. It's amazing. This uh, this it's it's fa- it's, fa- it's it's just funny because we're big NFC guys because we're the giant we're giant fans. So we've seen how the NFC has played out over the years. And it always feels like it's it's someone different. It's it just is always yeah. like who's the, who's it's who's the, yeah exactly the Niners, who's the, up, the Giants who, who's the, like the, the Packers you know yeah like who's the upper comer and then when you look at like the AFC it's like okay it's always been Brady it's always been Peyton you get the Flacco or Roethlisberger's here and there but other than that it's always been those two and it really feels like right now like that's how it's going to play out moving forward with the AFC with like Burrow Mahomes being the Brady and Manning. And then you get like a Josh Allen and wherever Lamar goes, you get Josh Allen. as like the big Ben. And then somebody else, maybe you get Lamar who he well, finds and, a way to so, win to Super Bowl. It's fascinating that. that we're starting to see this again well, in the AFC. The it's, only happened, it's only happened twice so far, but you know, like, and I, I didn't even think about this and explain the, but it's two straight years that they're both playing again. This argument going forward for both guys having pressure is, when you look at that AFC, how stacked that AFC is, I listen, I know you're going to Yeah, but me these out. are the two guys. I know, I know you're going to knock me on this, but, like, Brady could be at the Raiders next year. Russell Wilson in Denver could have a much more improved season. Justin you, Herbert with – You are – I can't – you are fascinated Justin, about Russell Justin Herbert, if they get the right coach and maybe they got a good defense, things could change. doesn't mean yeah. they're a Super Bowl caliber team, but they could – they could be a Super Bowl caliber team, right? Then you got the Chargers with Herbert. We don't know what's going to happen with Lamar. You're going to have Deshaun Watson in a full season with the Browns, with Nick Chubb and Amari Cooper, and that team could make a run. The Pittsburgh Steelers always are competitive. Tomlin never has a losing season, all right? 
Then you're going to have the Bengals and Joe Burrow. Then you got the Bills with Josh Allen. We don't know what's going to happen with Tua in Miami. The Jets, if they get Aaron Rodgers. Now you're looking at – I mean, you're looking at a, a, a conference Everything's where, like, still, here's the thing, though. If you're the Bengals, right, like, are you – I mean, your division is stacked. Are you going to be able to continuously be able to – I mean, because the Ravens should have had them in the wild card. The Ravens were the better team. If Lamar's in that game, the Ravens beat the Bengals, and we're not even talking about this. The Ravens were the better team. They were the better team, and they should have beat the Bengals. They did. Look, and they struggle against their division. So what run. I'm saying is, for these teams, and especially because I'm going to choose Joe Burrow in this, like Mahomes is always going to have that one ring, and he's going to have the two MVPs. You're not, you don't have any MVPs yet. I don't know if he'll ever get an MVP because it's going to be so difficult, considering his conference, his division, and the, and the caliber of players. You got to get that Super Bowl ring, and I just don't know if. I just don't know once he gets paid if I have enough faith in the Cincinnati Bengals organization, Zach Taylor, the coaching staff. I mean, yeah, their defensive coordinator. I mean, Jesus, he could be gone after this season. And then, and then you're trying to regroup, and you know, just things change. And you know, the the NFL is so fluent and and changes. You know, every year, seven new teams make the playoffs. Seven new teams don't make the playoffs. Like seven new teams this year made the playoffs. You have seven new coaching changes every single year. It's like. I'll and, steal it from Colin Collard. Every year, there's always a different change. There's different teams. There's injuries. There's things you can't account for. Brock Purdy's the 49ers quarterback. Yeah, for the NFC, there's always been change. But for the past five years, everything's run through Arrowhead. And now you got Mahomes against Burrow, part two, two straight years. Everything's going to run with, with those two teams right now because those two guys are leading the charge. And if you have those honest. two guys, it's like Brady and Manning. If you have at least if you have those guys, don't matter what else you have, you will always have a chance come every Sunday. And that's what those two guys have. Those two teams, I should say, franchise. Yeah, and, and and I don't know if God forbid the Bengals win, are they gonna get either one of those two injured linemen back for the Super Bowl in two weeks? So that's another thing. I mean, that, that's you know, a, that's another that, thing. That's a huge thing going forward, especially if they win tomorrow. That's one thing you'll have to keep an eye on because both of those defensive lines of the 49ers and Eagles. If I if I can just end it, if I can just end it on this in the prediction, and Charles called me before and he's like, What do you think? You know, what's your prediction? I'm like, okay, so here's what I just want like, good football. I I, I of course I want right, I think we're gonna have great football. I'll tell you, my rooting interest, the only rooting interest I have is the 49ers over the Eagles. Only because I'm a Giant fan, all right? I have no problem with either one of the AFC teams winning. I have no problem with the Chiefs wins. I think it's great. I think Mahomes in another Super Bowl with Andy Reid is awesome. I love Mahomes. There's, I still think he's the best quarterback in the league. But I, when we did our predictions and when I did it before our postseason, I picked the 49ers and the Bengals to go to the Super Bowl. So I'm sticking with the Bengals and the 49ers to go to the Super Bowl. I think the Bengals are playing really, really well. I think Joe Burrow has all the mojo to go in and beat them again. I just hope they didn't talk too much and you riled up a beast. But, hey, listen, the, I don't think that's really going to happen because once the game starts, it really isn't going to make a difference. No one's going to give a shit about that. What's going to care? What we're going to care about is can Mahomes be able to extend plays and make plays with his legs? Is he able to move well enough outside the pocket where he succeeds? I think better than anyone in the league. The plays where he you always think outside the tackle box, where like in Denver, he's throwing the ball with his left hand, where he's no looking, where he's throwing the ball like you know, all that is outside the pocket. Mm-hmm. So that if he can't do that. I think that'll inhibit the Chiefs a little bit, but I'm still excited for both games. I'm rooting for great games. I told you we posted our predictions. They'll go on Instagram. I already posted them on Twitter and TikTok and all that other nonsense. I have the Bengals and 49ers, but I wouldn't be surprised if the two home teams win. I don't I wouldn't be surprised whoever wins tomorrow. I think you got the four. I think the NFL should be ecstatic that they have four of the best teams in football. And then, like I said, you have a battle royale in the NFC. And then you got two super. I mean, you couldn't ask for a better matchup in the AFC with two of the best quarterbacks in football. And now, because they're talking to each other, and Burrow's three and zero, it's not even like they're two and one. He's three and zero. Now you've got some rivalry going on. You got some. You got some. You got some. You know, street talk going on back and forth. You know, where Nick Bowen's like, "Who? They're good. Like who? The Bengals? You know what I mean?" And then you know, you got the Bengals so, talking about Burrowhead. So, for- so I'm excited. So for me, yeah, this whole year has been fascinating. 
Ted pick changed his picks three times this year. So no, I did not. Uh, yeah, he did. Did not did stop. Don't even you picked, lie. You pick you picked the Chargers. Picked the Chargers and 49ers when we that did was our preseason. preseason. What was that? What was mid what was midseason? Bengals and 49ers. No, I've no. been riding the Bengals forever. You're the one that's been on the Buffalo Bills. At least it's I stayed consistent. At least I stayed consistent. I was on the Bengals, bro. No, yeah, Justin Herbert, that was your guy. Yep, no, the ba- Chargers. Not. You picked the Chargers to go to Super Bowl in the preseason. At least I, at least in I, the hey, I stayed consistent because I, I never, cha- Chargers, I never, t- I thought the Chargers would have been the Bengals of this year. They had Derwin James. They I never. Rosa. My point is, my point is, so your point is nothing. Your point. Is I never. My point is, I never changed. I stay always consistent. I always stay. But guess what? I was wrong. Yeah. Okay. I'd rather be wrong than be feel good about myself after picking multiple times. You're like, yeah. Look, I look. I was that. right. I was right because I picked it finally when I. Uh, yeah, I got my extra opportunity. Like the spoiled kid. Look, I did good because I got my there's more opportunities. Me, I just stay true to who I am. I didn't get. Whatever. Buffalo let me down. I thought Josh Allen and, like and the company. Frog. I adapt to my circumstances and my nature and my outside. Yeah. Weather. Okay. And I'm a lion. I'm a king of the jungle. I always stay true to who I am. I'm the alpha. Yeah, guess what? I'm that deadly poisonous frog. Eat me and you die. <laughs> no, we just claw you. Just claw you. Will the Bengals do that tomorrow? Speaking of lions, Bengals, tigers. So we'll see what happens with that. Like you said, Ted. If you're the NFL, you couldn't have asked for a better conference championship Sunday. You get the four best teams pretty much in the entire season going up against each other for a chance. But a chance at Glendale. That's what it ultimately comes down to. Mahomes, Burrow, top five defense, top five offenses in the NFC. Something's got to give in both of these games. Will Brock, Purdy, will Brock Purdy's miraculous run continue into Glendale or – Will it come to an end? And will Philadelphia continue its crazy, magical season with Jalen Hurts? We'll just see. Like I said, I can't wait for these games. It's been kind of a letdown of a postseason so far, but but that's a credit to being the four best teams playing come tomorrow. I can't wait. 24 hours from now, we'll have – well, 24 hours from now, we'll either have the 49ers or the Eagles in the Super Bowl. So well, we start the AFC Championship game. I can't believe it's already 24. My God. Time is flying by. Time is two, flying. Weeks. <laughs> two weeks. Two weeks. Two oh. weeks. Two weeks until we get to. Yeah, that'd be fun. It's going to be long. Six o'clock on a Saturday night. I'll probably be hanging out the day before going. We're knocking. probably about to dinner right now. I got to work early in the morning. Whatever. That's okay. We're only going out to dinner. Make it a late night. Late night, 12 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> we, got th- we got Thursday. We got Thursday. <laughs> Cannot wait. I cannot wait for these games. It should be a hell of a hell of a weekend. Football fans, the final four is set. The final four is here. And we get the four best teams at a chance at Super Bowl 57. So football fans, sit back, relax, and enjoy nonstop football tomorrow. Sucks that it's coming to an end so soon. My God, I hate it. I hate it. Where's the time going, bro? Where's the time going? It's already February. I'm excited. Ted's not si- Ted's, Ted's silent. <laughs> Ted's silent. We got the Royal Rumble tonight. We got a lot of things happen. We got college basketball. Lakers Celtics tonight. Lakers Celtics tonight. Oof. It's a lot of good things happening right now. Baseball's around around the corner. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, enjoy the football Sunday conference championship games. We are keys to the city. We'll see you next episode. We are out. City Podcast.